Welcome to the Daily Homily from Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Joseph's Catholic Church in Trenton, Missouri. His daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 a.m. right here on Catholic Radio Network. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. I am reminding you, brothers and sisters, of the gospel I preached to you, which you indeed received and in which you also stand. Through it you are also being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I handed on to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. After that, he appeared to more than five hundred brothers and sisters at once, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. After that, he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one born abnormally, he appeared to me. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia. I am the way, the truth, and the life, says the Lord. Philip, whoever has seen me, has seen the Father. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to Thomas, I am the way and the truth and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, then you will also know my Father. From now on, you do know him. And have seen him. Philip said to him, Master, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. Jesus said to him, If I've been with you for so long a time, and you still do not know me, Philip, whoever has seen me has seen the Father. How can you say, Show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you I do not speak on my own. The Father who dwells in me is doing his works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father is in me, or else believe because of the works themselves. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do, and will do greater ones than these, because I am going to the Father. And whatever you ask in my name, I will do, so that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything of me in my name... I will do it. The Gospel of the Lord. <clears throat> the apostles Philip and James were not brothers, nor were they paired up in ministry. Why then do they share the same feast day? The reason is that their relics were brought to Rome at the same time in the 6th century and housed in a new huge church in their honor. Non-Catholics can be put off by the Catholic practice of venerating relics, pieces of bone or hair, or clothing of saints. Many modern-day Catholics, those who have been denied their heritage in many ways, can also be put off. But devotion to relics of saints goes back to the beginnings of Christianity. It's interesting. When a mother 
keeps a lock of hair from her young child who died. She's not worshiping the child. She's just keeping the child close in spirit. It should make sense then to keep and venerate relics of the saints. That way we can keep them close in spirit. And doing so helps us to better emulate their courage and piety. The Catholic tradition has always been to pray to saints. Not to worship them, but to ask for their intercession. Saint Philip might be a good intercessory saint for many of us. For he appeared to be a sort of mid-level apostle. Most of us can relate to that. And along with the apostle Saint Andrew, Philip had a, a Greek name. Shortly before Christ's passion, it was Philip who interceded for some Greeks, some non-Jews who wished to see Jesus. Philip, who is only mentioned in the Gospel of John, well, he had a couple of good lines in it when he told his friend Bartholomew that he had found the Messiah. Bartholomew cracked wise. He answered, can anything good come from Nazareth? And how did Philip answer his friend? Did he crack wise back or argue about the, the positive things happening in Nazareth? No. Instead, he simply said, come and see. We can learn from Philip how to engage others, how to Help them find the Messiah. We can also learn from his humility. For knowing his place in the order of things, Philip deferred to other apostles. And the night before Christ died, well, Christ had to scold Philip, feeling a bit too confident. Philip told Christ, show us the Father, and that will be enough for us. And Christ's response, Philip, have you been with me this long and you still don't know me? Christ walked on water, controlled the wind and rain, and raised the dead to life. These were works proper to God. What else did Christ have to do to, to make Philip believe? Did he have to rise from the dead himself? Well, apparently so. Christ is still asking the same question to us. I've been with you this long. I suffered, died, and rose. And you still keep sinning? Do you still not know me? Well, what say you? Do you know Christ? Philip and James did. Tradition tells us Philip was crucified upside down in what is now southwestern Turkey. James was martyred in Jerusalem. So we read today at Holy Mass as we honor two apostles, two men we strive to emulate. And we pray to them for their intercession. We pray they help us understand our place in the order of things. We pray to them to help us get closer in spirit to Christ. <laughs> 